Hey, Dr. Mike here. Have you ever heard of performance physical therapy? Well, we have an expert in the field that's going to tell you all about it. Stay tuned. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your hosts, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gossard. Performance physical therapy, Dr. Crystal. It sounds cool. It's, well, it sounds like it's going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, Dr. Mike. Now that you say that. I mean, i got to perform. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we're really excited here today. Uh, we have an expert in performance physical therapy, a doctor. That's right. In physical therapy, Dr. Olafemi Shanubi. Um, he has been practicing physical therapy for many, many years. Uh, but the thing that caught our attention was this idea of performance physical therapy, what that really means. So we're really happy to have you on the show today. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here as well. Dr. Crystal? I want to know how you got involved with becoming a physical therapist. Mm. Um, I read that it is one of the most fulfilling professions that people can have. I actually uh, considered going to physical therapy school at one point when I was trying to identify my career choice or my career path. Identify (laughs) myself. Define me. But, you know, what made physical therapy or apparently what makes it so fulfilling is the fact that you see the product of your hard work, the efforts, every session, you're seeing people's lives change. You see people who can't walk because, you know, able to walk again. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm curious as to what, what led you to this area? Well, you know, to keep it short, um, when I was 17, I became a personal trainer. Um, So I was helping people improve their health and wellness via exercise, nutritional counseling. And I was very young. And um, people much older than me, my parents' age, you know, they were paying me for my information and implementation of exercise programs. So I really became confident because of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Along with that confidence came a hunger to learn more, Mm. to help people in a broader sense. Mm -hmm. So I said to myself, you know what? I want to help people from the treatment table all the way back to high-level sports or fitness activities, right? So it was basically me going down the rabbit hole of human movement. Mm. Wow. And I hear you call yourself an exercise evangelist? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) He did. He said that. Spreading the good news, Dr. Mike. Yeah. So, you know, honestly, because, you know, I'm, I'm still a very young man. I'm 32. But being in the wellness injury um, industry for so long, I just realized common traits. Like, Mm. you know, and the research shows it. People who exercise, they live better quality lives physically, mentally, um, you know. So I'm like the biggest advocate for it. I I, I ask everyone, if you don't have an exercise regimen of some form, start one today. Do something. Walk. Yes. Get a dog. Walking is huge. Yeah, no. We did a whole show on that, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Walking has longevity. Just walking alone has longevity benefits. So believe it or not, there's something we call non-exercise activity thermogenesis or NEAT, right? Should I write this down? I know. (laughs) Right? Is it going to be a quiz? (laughs) So the thing about NEAT is it's the exercise we do when we're not formally exercising. Mm -hmm. And it's actually the most protective from a health standpoint. So walking. You mean like, like if vacuuming? Exactly. Oh, I see vacuuming, where going with this. vacuuming, walking, uh, yard work, 
all these things because they're not formally exercised, but it's movement. Yeah. Right. It's movement. And in modern culture, we sort of outsource all these things. Right. We outsource walking to uh, the local store. Uh, We Uber Eats, all these things. We we outsource our yard work or Dr. O, Dr. O, I, I know somebody very, very close person to me. Who outsources walking her dog? <laughs> no, it doesn't matter know, who it is. is. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> we. That's such a good point. And I saw my neighbor mm-hmm. last week mowing the yard, and I thought to myself, "Man, I should mow the lawn, <laughs> or at I least should, walk your dog." At right? least. <laughs> It looked like, you know, he's getting a really good workout. It is a good and workout. It's a shame that we do outsource everything. Everything. I and I confess, Dr. Mike knows I don't even grocery shop for myself anymore. I'm sure. Yeah. No, we so in your practice, are, mm-hmm. so who are you focusing on? Is there a certain group? Mm-hmm. Yes. Certain age mm-hmm. group, mm-hmm. whatever. So my what I like to call my patient avatar. Right? <laughs> that's so, I know another term. He's right? 32. That's why, he, right. that's why he has an avatar. My patient avatar, the, the patient I love, is the recreational athlete. Now, I know what you're thinking. Who identifies as an athlete? It's anyone who has an exercise regimen that they hold dearly to themselves, okay. that they actually push themselves in. Okay. So you don't have to be a professional. You don't have to be a youth athlete. You could be a mom that enjoys going to group fitness and you really challenge yourself there and you get injured, maybe not there, out in that context of the class or out of that context, mm-hmm. but you're very serious about getting back to that place. Yeah. And that's, that is the person I find the most nice. joy treating. Yeah. What about golf? You golf. Treat, would you Huge. treat me? 100% I treat you, honestly. <laughs> No, he no. needs a lot of work, Doctor. I just don't know if I like this performance <laughs> physical therapy. Yeah, it's making me a little nervous. Tell us more about the performance aspect. Exactly, exactly. So, in order to tell you about performance physical therapy, I have to sort of contrast it with what I call typical physical okay. therapy. Mm-hmm. So, your typical physical therapy usually people are discharged when they get back to just basic functional activities, right? Mm -hmm. Walking, taking the stairs, standing up and sitting down. But once again, my patient population are people who have goals that definitely are a lot higher than that. They're in the performance realm, right? They want to get back to running, squatting, jumping, swinging, right? And um, what we realize is in this industry is that the majority of the PT is only designed to get you back to lower level activities. So we created our company, Remarkable Recovery and Rehab, to solve the problem of getting people back to the higher level performance-based activities. Oh, that's good. I think that's amazing. I've gone through physical therapy and I felt like that's exactly what it felt like and there was one point where they were putting me through the exercise and I was thinking man I could do this in my sleep oh so are you like do I really need this physical so they were just trying to get you back to that low level right to the low level and I felt like I needed more I mean I had on workout gear I mean I was ready to go she has it all (laughs) 
she has ready all the supplements, go. all the gear. That's and right. I'm thinking, okay, she won't even great. Walk her dog. I'm not gonna have to work out today. I'm going to my physical therapy. Yeah, right, I'm at, right. This is gonna be it. I'm gonna and work up a sweat. Like oh, it thing. was. Yeah. If I, it was, it just wasn't what I expected. Plus, mm. I felt like. There were so many people in there at one time. Mm. It's almost, it's sort of like the circuit idea yeah. concept. Move here, move but here. But no, move. move here, move here, move here, do this, do that, but very low level. So exactly. it's great to kind of um, hear that you're taking a different approach for. I kind of find myself, I, I think I'm the weekend warrior. Is that, that's what you yes, called it, right? Exactly. The, Exactly, the weekend warrior, the recreational oh, athlete. Oh yes, that was it. Right? Recreational well, are you, athlete. But Doctor, are you mm-hmm. so okay? So so that so I get the person, your your avatar. Yeah, I get that. But is there a certain age? Like, are you treating more and more people that are in their forties and fifties, or you don't? It's any age that just want to get back to that performance. So level. it is any age, and it it's so funny being in South Florida. We have such a large population of serious athletes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So obviously, I treat those people as well—the professional to amateurs, right? But there's different times of the day. So the after-work crowd is my recreational weekend warrior, yeah, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the youth athlete who's in school all day, gotcha. right? But then in the middle of the day is more the professional to higher-level amateur athlete, someone who's trying to become a professional, right? Okay. So it's all of those people. But once again, I love my recreational athletes. And the reason being is because I understand what that bout of exercise does for them on so many levels. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I understand what this person is doing by influencing the people around them at home, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, mom wakes up and she goes to spin class every morning. Oh, or dad, you know he's got to go and get his lift after work. (laughs) Or he's going to go play softball with the guys on the weekend. And that's huge. And the kids, they see that, right? So by you working out, you're spreading that to your family, right? And it's becoming a culture. And we need this culture because we have an epidemic of lifestyle diseases that can be prevented with physical activity. Wow, I'm feeling emotional, Dr. Mike. This is Maybe this is where the... The evangelism is coming in because you really are speaking to my heart because the kids, they will see those habits and they will learn those healthy habits and hopefully it would be incorporated into their lives again. Mm -hmm. Now, let's go back to um, or let's just talk about what are some of the common issues you're encountering? And I back in the day, I used to be a personal trainer, Dr. Mike. Don't laugh at me. (laughs) I think I knew that a long time ago. But I found that many people are, even if they're going to the gym, they don't know what they're doing. I would Mm. see it all the time. I mean, just poor form. So Mm -hmm. are you finding that it's, is that the under, or is that the underlying issue when Mm. you're seeing people come to you with injuries or, or is it more age related? Okay. So once again, it, it varies again, but let's talk about that gym goer, right? Okay. So most of the times it's a lack of a deliberate program, right? So what happens is this person ends up doing too much too soon, or they do too little, and then they go into a different class where they're exposed to an instructor that says, we're doing this many reps or with this amount of load, right? Mm-hmm. And then they get into this position where the load outweighs their physical capacity. And whenever you have that, 
equation there, you're going to have injury, right? So for a lot of the recreational athletes, it's getting them to become more consistent and deliberate about the variables of their exercise program so that they can progress themselves deliberately. Mm, that's very interesting. Now, on the other end, let's say the older population who are dealing with, you know, everyone wants to live forever-ish, but... Uh, <laughs> As we get up there. We got there a plug from Dr. O. There we go. <laughs> As we get up there in age, we deal with these changes in, you know, from a cellular level, like mm -hmm. osteoarthritis, osteoporosis. So I see a lot of arthritis in my older population, mm -hmm. right? And a lot of low back pain. Right? Oh, so common. Yeah, very common. And I would say this low back pain for most individuals who haven't had a traumatic injury is highly highly correlated with inactivity. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm in my 50s. Nice. And I've I've no thank you. <laughs> and I've noticed yeah, I I don't have any outward signs of like arthritis and stuff, Excellent. but I but a little bit I'm starting to feel a little bit and you know when you get up, mm -hmm. you know that sound old people make. Ugh. Right. <laughs> I've done that a few times. Right. I I'm, I'm looking for my dad. <laughs> my dad. <laughs> no, it's right. you. Yeah. <laughs> but um uh, so we so if somebody is injured and, mm -hmm. and they come to you, right. do you have things that could also help maybe with building the joint strength and, oh, and, yes. and, and improving the resilience of, of, oh. of those important structures? You, you just said a word that I love. Like, I'm, I don't have any tattoos, but, but I want to get this word tatted, resilience, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> um, I always tell my patients, the rent is due every day on feeling good. So, and as we age, the rent just gets a little higher, mm -hmm. right? When you're a kid, you can pop out of the bed and oh, go no. 100 miles an hour. No, it takes right? me like 30 minutes now. Exactly. <laughs> so, and that's why we have to become more deliberate about the actual functional movements. Yeah. So, yeah. a large part of my session is the therapeutic exercises. These exercises are programmed specifically to improve the strength, stability, and the force generating capacity of the muscles that surround whatever body part mm -hmm. that is sort of indirectly creating your pain or directly creating your pain. Yeah. So mm. the exercise is the most important component. Yeah, I use my hands to make people feel better, yeah. right? But the job isn't done until we pay our rent, right? And we have to do our movement. I, I, have, a, I have a saying. Go okay, ahead. I think I've shared this with you. So I was a clinic. I, I practiced medicine for years. Excellent. Patients all the time would come in and say, I can't exercise because my joints hurt. I say, no, your joints hurt <laughs> because you're not exercising. <laughs> exactly. Most of them did not like that statement. Mm. But it's true, right? Right. If you want a stronger joint, you need to work those muscles. You got to, you know, you're, you're, it's meant to bend. Go bend it. Well, yes, yes and yeah. the muscles, that's what's it. holding the joint yes. in place. You got you know? exactly. Oftentimes you, uh, you're wearing the the brace, let's say on your knee. The but the muscles can do the job exactly. that the brace is doing. You got it. I love it. I love this conversation. You guys understand this very well. Yes, braces. Uh, all these things are replacements for muscles. Yeah. You know, even my grandmother. I love her so much. I noticed she started wearing a back brace. I said, Grandma, why do you have on this back brace? She says, oh, it makes my back feel better. I said, oh, yeah, let's get on this ground, all right? Yeah, yeah. We're going to get some core oh, exercises. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said, we're going to get some core exercises going, and you're going to build your internal brace. Yeah. Did she do it? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that's boy. the answer that I thought I would hear. Usually it's, it's easier, sometimes said than done, but there's a mindset. 100%. That, that's involved with it. And mm. um, so how do you keep people motivated? Mm, I love this question. So you, you talked about that mindset. So a huge part of my initial evaluation is, um, you know, I really ask people, are they really to make the time investment and energy investment in getting better? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I'll be honest, I, I'm, I'm not in this profession. I, of course, I'm in it to make money to take care of myself, but there's many things I could have done for money. Mm-hmm. I really do this to make people live a better life, mm-hmm. right? So you have to be ready to make this a habit, right? So I rely less on motivation and willpower and more on the adoption of healthy habits and movement-directed habits that sort of allow you to do this thing without it being so daunting, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to understand different patients are at different levels of their ability to, you know, commit to a regiment, mm-hmm. right? So it's just understanding where they are. And um, in the sports performance side, we call this your training age, mm-hmm. right? So if you've been a, someone who's been uh, lifting weights for a few years, when you go to see some form of coach, they know that, okay, this person has been training for years. I can give them this super deliberate plan, and they'll complete that, right? But a new person, it could turn them off. They can become very intimidated. So it's just about knowing who you're talking to. And then also having those crucial conversations so that they know that you have to put in work. Yeah, Doctor, um, you're listening to Dr. O, who is an expert in performance physical therapy. Uh, Well, how, how can our listeners get a hold of you? Excellent, excellent. So you can contact me uh, directly via my website. The name of my physical therapy practice is Remarkable Recovery and Rehab. That's going to be remarkable with three R's.com. Also, we're at Remarkable on Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook, right? You're uh, doing it all. Yes. <laughs> you, can, you can add me directly on Instagram. I spend a lot of time there. Nice. At D-O-C underscore O-L-U, all right? And that's the best ways you can find me. Very nice. Well, listen, thank you for coming on today. Of yes. course. Thank Fast, you for having me. Yeah. Fascinating uh, information. Um, I'm not so scared of performance physical therapy. There now. we go. I know. I think I need it. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he'll give you a session or two, right? Yeah. All right. We'll make it happen. All right. Thanks for coming on. Dr. Crystal, thank you for joining me today. Don't forget at liveforeverish.com, we got a ton of of episodes that you can download. And of course, Dr. Crystal, when they do that, they should like, comment, comment, subscribe, share, share yes. subscribe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Subscribing's key, so you never miss a point. By the way, if you go to liveforeverish.com, put your email in, number one. Number two, pick the, pick the place you like to listen to podcasts yep, at. And then subscribe. Boom! You're connected to our podcast. We go uh, Mondays and Wednesdays. That's right. All right. That's liveforeverish.com. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening. <laughs>